It's Thursday, the 29th of April. Welcome to The Breakfast Show. I'm your host, Mark Anthony, and we will get to those meaningless celebrity birthdays in just a second. But first, I wanted to give a big birthday shout-out to my friend, my co-author, and one of the demolition industry's true good guys, Mr. John Woodward, a gentleman in every sense of the word. Uh, John and I wrote a pair of children's books together. Uh, first, My Dad Does Demolition, and then subsequently we did My Dad Drives a Digger. Uh, but John's influence extends far beyond a pair of kids' books. Uh, he was instrumental in many of the training courses that the industry now takes for granted. Uh, he was a key contributor on many of the industry's guidance notes, too. Uh, you might recall John enjoyed a two-year period as president of the Institute of Demolition Engineers, and together with his predecessor in the role, Terry Quornby, oversaw what for many, myself included, was the golden age of the IDE. So many happy returns of the day, uh, John. Uh, take those greyhounds of yours for a nice long walk, and I hope Jill takes very good care of you today, my friend. Uh, of far less significance, today is also the birthday of Duke Ellington, Emperor Hirohito, Willie Nelson, Jerry Seinfeld, and Daniel Day-Lewis. So, John, you're in very good company. But, hey, what did they ever do for the demolition industry, eh? We'll be right back after this. If you enjoyed this show, please consider supporting us. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash demolition news. So yesterday we brought you the very sad news that the uh, National Federation of Demolition Contractors, former president Martin Wilson, had passed away suddenly. The news of Martin's passing had actually been circulating for more than a week, but to respect the wishes of Martin's family, uh, we agreed not to make this public until they were ready. I never got to work with Martin directly during my time as the NFDC's press officer. In fact, he was actually part of the three-man delegation that fired me after I'd let rip, not for the first time and certainly not for the last, about the number of deaths still occurring on demolition and construction sites up and down the country. As I was leaving Resurgum House that day, Martin patted me on the back. He wished me well and told me that if I kept my nose clean, I'd be back soon enough. Um, I subsequently failed to keep my nose clean and I never went back, uh, but I did appreciate the, the sentiment. Um, having not worked directly with Martin, I'm not really in a position to speak about him, so I will just repeat the words of another former NFDC president, um, Paul Brown, who I spoke to uh, once I'd learned of, of Martin's passing. And Paul basically said, I'm in total shock. Uh, I'm in total shock. Another of the good guys gone. Our thoughts are with Martin's family, his colleagues and his friends. Uh, sadly, we also have to report the passing of another well-known name in demolition circles at Bra as Bradford-based Gill Demolitions has entered voluntary liquidation. The company was considered by many to be one of Yorkshire's best demolition co uh, contractors and the company joined the NFDC way back in the mid-1960s, uh, but founder Brian Gill passed away in 2016 after a long battle with cancer. And in 2019, before the pandemic swept the world, the company held a retirement sale to auction off much of its plant and equipment fleet. Uh, even though this does look like a controlled departure from the demolition arena. Uh, we never like to see a well-respected and well-established firm going out of business, but we do wish the Gill family and all the company's former employees uh, well in the future. Now, there was shock and consternation when it was announced that the Middle Eastern state of Qatar was to host the 2022 World Cup. There were accusations of corruption to win the bid in the first place. Uh, there were concerns about player health in the stifling heat, uh, but the tournament was subsequently shifted to the winter period. 
there were concerns too about uh, Qatar's track record on things like same-sex marriage and how that might impact impact upon gay players and fans. And there were concerns too about the fact that um, public consumption of alcohol, um, which goes hand in hand with football these days, uh, is actually prohibited under Qatar's Sharia law. But all of that pales into insignificance when compared to what appears to be a massive human rights breach. During the construction of the infrastructure and the new air-conditioned stadia that will host the football matches themselves. According to a report in The Guardian, as many as 6,500 migrant workers have died in the past 10 years uh, during the build-up to next year's tournament. So what you're about to hear is an extract from an interview uh, on NPR radio in which The Guardian's Pete Patterson explained the findings of his research into migrant worker deaths in Qatar, including those who died while constructing venues for FIFA's 2022 World Cup. This is a part of that interview. If you analyse actually what those deaths include, some of them include workers who collapsed on the stadium construction site and died after they were taken off it. Others died in road traffic accidents on their way to work in a company bus. And many others died uh, suddenly and in an unexplained way in their labor camps. So it's highly contentious to say those deaths are non-work related. The larger figure of 6,500 represents all those workers from five South Asian nations who have died in the past 10 years in Qatar. I would argue the vast majority of them have been involved in uh, low wage, dangerous, extremely difficult laboring work, but the figure also includes others who are worked uh, in white collar jobs. That's shocking, right? To put it into some sort of context, uh, I did a bit of digging myself uh, a bit closer to home. When London hosted the Olympic Games back in 2012, one worker death was attributed directly to the Olympic construction. One. One worker, let me try that again. One worker death is of course far too many. Uh, It's one too many but one compared to 6,500. As a football fan, I look forward to watching the World Cup every four years. I once made the mistake of actually going freelance in uh, the summer of 1990 and lost my first month of income basically watching football. Um, I I genuinely love the the World Cup, Um, cheering on the plucky African and Asian nations, admiring the flair of the, the Brazilians secretly wanting to buy an Italy shirt and then watching as the Germans ultimately and predictably win the whole thing on penalties. You'll note that I didn't mention England. Uh, I'm old enough and wise enough to know that 1966 was a once in a lifetime anomaly. But all of that aside, the Qatar World Cup is already tarnished and it doesn't even start for another 19 months. If you'd like to hear that full interview with The Guardian's Pete Patterson, I will add a link to our extended show notes, which you'll be able to find immediately after this this show ends. Uh, today's show was a little more serious than our usual fare, I'm afraid, and I make no apology for that. But if you prefer something a little more lighthearted, then you'll want to be here at six o'clock tonight. That's right, it's Construction Collective time again. And if that trailer proves nothing else, it just proves that I do know how to find my way out of this uh, this dingy dungeon in which you normally find me. Uh, and I've actually been on site uh, to make a contribution to tonight's show. Uh, so together with my colleagues, Peter Haddock and Nick Drew, I will be hosting a veritable extravaganza of plants and equipment at six o'clock tonight. And we'd love to see you there. You can ask questions, leave comments, and generally joining the show's usual mix of banter and organized chaos. Uh, the show will be broadcast live on Facebook and on YouTube so you have no excuse for missing it but even if you do you can catch it up in the recorded version a bit later on 
but mark it in your diary. Set a reminder on your computer or on your mobile device at 6 p.m. tonight for the Construction Collective. As they say, be there or be square. Um, with that in mind, I need to go and get ready for that show, uh, so I will love you and leave you. Uh, just two more things before I do that. Uh, I did the second of our Instagram live shows yesterday afternoon. You can catch that over on our Instagram TV channel. Just go over to Instagram and search for at demolition underscore news. Uh, and on tomorrow's Breakfast show, uh, I will be joined uh, for our monthly chat by Neil Edwards, uh, the CEO of Market Intelligence Provider, The Builders Conference. We'll be looking back over yet another bumper month for construction and demolition contract awards. Uh, so join us then if you can. Until then, have a great day. Stay safe. Look after yourself, your family, your friends, and your colleagues. And thanks for watching.